technology. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages? How are you guys doing this evening? This is kind of weird for me, but um, hey, let's just go with it. All right. So uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of the kick-ass nation. It is I, Christopher Rausch. And um, hey, this is what life is. Sometimes it brings it to you in lemons or lemonade. And we were trying to use a brand new uh, broadcasting software tonight. And for some reason, it was not um, was not working. So just like anything else in life, we just continue to go with it. We continue to see what's going on. And um, that is life. So we'll just... Uh, We'll just kind of rock it and see what goes on. Anyways, pardon me while I look around the page here for a second because it looks a little bit different. Want to make sure that I can uh, kind of see what's going on here. Make sure this is all working for you guys while you uh, you get lined up. Um, <clears throat> okay, so now I can see myself over there. All right, so that's interesting. I can see people. Anyways, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is the uh, Raw and Unscripted Show with yours truly, Christopher Roush, the place where I help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. And tonight's show is an exciting show. Um, originally, I have to be honest with you, we were going to be broadcasting on a new platform called StreamYard, which actually goes to automatically goes all to, my, to all of my pages. So I've got the, the Kick-Ass Guide to Life, I've got Master Motivators, I've got other things like that. Um, so I do have a different, a couple of different pages that I broadcast to. And I was uh, kind of excited because if you've been watching me this week, I've had the amazing opportunity to attend and be a part of quite a few panel discussions as we've been talking about what to do in a time of crisis. We've been banding together, uh, myself, Glenn Morshower, uh, Ken Walls, Joe Ingram, uh, Pam, Sherry, um, just amazing amount of people um, have uh just been phenomenal this week. So I was trying out this new software that actually broadcast all the different platforms. And admittedly, something was going wrong. I thought I had it all set up. So, you know, this is what we do in life. We show up, <clears throat> you figure out what you got to do. So I'm just bringing you this Facebook live. We've done that before, but it doesn't change the content of the show. It changes a little bit of the parameters of who's going to be involved in it. But the point is, is if you're not here right now on the live, you're going to be able to see the recording, which is cool. I mean, the fucking technology we have in life is just absolutely amazing. So good evening, everybody. Hello. Hello. Hello, Ed. What's going on? What's going on, Barbara? Ever give a lemon to a kiddo? Uh, they make the wonderful, most wonderful faces. Yeah, we actually gave, uh, jokingly, we gave um, Jackson a lemon, little piece of lemon one time. I put it in my water and I said, well, let's just see what he wants to do. He goes, I want some. And he took it and he bit into it. And we thought he was going to make this totally like face. He bit into it. He's like, it was like no problem. So it was just kind of cool. It was kind of interesting. So anyways, um, just allow me a few seconds to kind of figure up what's going on. And um, I've got uh, messages coming in. I've got all sorts of stuff. So I apologize. We're going to get, uh, <laughs> what's up, Mr. Awesome. Um, you're not on for tomorrow. Wait a minute. I got messages coming in. It's someone else. Oh, okay. No problem. Anyways, I got messages coming in. I'm being booked on shows. But anyways, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for being here. Hey, Leah. Hey, Wayne. What's going on, Mr. Awesome? So anyways, this is our normal uh, time slot that we premiere and we show the raw and unscripted show. So uh, what I was doing is using a new platform, like I said before, called StreamYard, which is really cool. A lot of interactions, a lot of cool things to do and be able to bring people on. But for whatever reason, it didn't, didn't wasn't set up right. So we'll just go ahead and tackle that later. But anyways, you rock too, man. Um, like I said, uh, I've had the most amazing last week. 
And I know that sounds weird to say, given the fact of what the, what's going on in the country right now, to say that you had an amazing week when literally the country's been closed down, the world's been closed down, but you know, just had the amazing uh, gift to be able to be included with a lot of, of cool people who are sharing their thoughts and their ideas with the world to get us through this shitty situation. Now, you guys know, if you guys have been following me for a long time on the Raw and Unscripted show, this is what we do. Every single week, I bring you content that can help you change your perspective about the past, present, and the future so that you can rock and you can have a kick-ass life. You can remove the excuses that, that are holding you back and things of that nature. So the topic of tonight's show is a little bit related to what I've been doing and a lot of what we've been talking about on this show to keep you guys going in your own personal lives during this time. So instead of coming to you with a list of what to do during this chaotic time, I titled this particular podcast episode, uh, what not to do during a freak out. Now, a lot of us are freaking out and some of us aren't. So I just decided just to put a list together. That's kind of fun, but actually very important of what not to do during a freak out. Now, considering the coronavirus right now, I would say that's a legitimate freak out. But uh, my point in this is, is that, like I said before, I've had an amazing week. Yes, it's been challenging. It's been, um, you know, disappointing, frustrating, all sorts of different things. I've on a, been on an emotional roller coaster because I was just telling my mother-in-law, she's staying with us now for an extended period of time because she can't fly. I was just telling her that I forgot how empathic that I truly am because I really take on people's issues and people's problems. It's a challenge of mine being a coach because I tend to care more about my coaching clients than they care about themselves. And so when I see them not doing things or I see them failing or I see them going through some sort of hardship, I take that on myself and it tends to wear me out. Uh, so after being on a bunch of panels and, and taking all that in and just trying to process everything for myself, I had to take a little bit of time. But these these are, are really, truly incredible times. Let me just say, what's up, Cal? Hey, Trish. Um, just thank you guys all for being here, by the way. So, um, what we're titled, this is what not to do during a freak out. And the first thing that I really want to talk about is don't predict or assume, right? There's been a lot of shit going on in the internet. If you go on Facebook for five minutes, you're going to see so many different opinions, so many different viewpoints about stuff. And you see people making assumptions and you see people making predictions. The one thing you cannot do in a crisis or a freak out is listen to people who are making assumptions and predictions. You cannot do that. You cannot listen to people who are so-called experts even in some situations because based on where you're watching your news, based on where you're getting your information, there is now a tendency for that news or that information to not be accurate. It's not to say that it's completely inaccurate, it's a lie or it's false, but potentially how they write or how they present that information is skewed in such a way to get you to do something. If you, if you know me for any long period of time, you know I don't watch the news and I don't follow politics. I stopped doing that stuff about eight years ago when I found myself yelling at the television at 11 o'clock at night going, what are you fucking morons doing? Why can't you get it straight? And I felt my blood pressure running. I felt my face get hot. And I'm like, wait a minute, Chris, why are you sitting here yelling at the television? What, what point is that? What is it going to do for you? If you're not involved in the change, if you're not actually involved in making a difference in something, why are you getting all bent out of shape? Because people aren't doing it to your satisfaction. People aren't doing it to your expectation. When you think about life, a lot of people that I coach, it's all about their expectation and their perception. So when you take somebody who has a shitty perception of their past combined with terrible expectations for the future, you have a disaster. You have a miserable person. I can identify a miserable person pretty much like that. Even if they say they're positive, I can pretty much identify. I can see through the mask of what's really going on inside. It's one of my natural talents. It's fun. Um, it's not fun for the other person because I've called people out on their shit and called them. Like I said, you, you're not into this. You're not loving this. I'm like, yes, I am. Don't you see the smile on my face? I'm like, I don't see the smile in your heart. So when you're in these situations and you're going to reliable sources and everything else, you have to understand that that information is going to be skewed in such a way that it's going to lead to panic. 
You know, when you think about it, you watch commercials, I usually don't watch commercials anymore, but watch commercials and listen to them. Listen to the ads, watch the advertising. I took advertising and marketing for quite a while. I've been involved in some major marketing uh, masterminds. And when you see how this stuff is really written, you see it's intended for you to buy, buy stuff, secure, fear, and trust them and go to these things. But realistically, in a freak out and stuff like that, do not take opinions and advice from people who don't have their shit together. You know, um, I get people saying, oh, I heard somewhere that this is this. Stop listening to that. I heard somewhere, just listen to yourself say that. I heard somewhere that they're gonna shut down the entire country tomorrow. I heard somewhere that they're gonna start taking away this. And then people go and post it online and what happens? You sit there and read it and what do you do? You think it's truth, right? I don't, I scroll by it. I go, I feel sorry for that person that they have to think of something like that. And that not only they have to do that, but they have to share that shit with other people and bring them down too. It's like, my hair's on fire, my hair's on fire. Your hair should be on fire too. Your hair should be on fire too, right? How many of you guys have experienced that? It's like when you taste something shitty or you smell something gross, what do you do? It's so funny. We sit there and go, here, smell this, taste this. And that's the same thing they're doing with their opinions and their, and their assumptions and everything else is they're saying, here, join my misery party. I want you to be fucked up like I am. Here, believe this shit. So don't do that. In a freak out, do not do that. You know, what I do is if I hear something is I will go to multiple sources and I will check and I will read and I will really verify if something's going on. Now, admittedly, I used to go to Snopes and political flack and some of those other things, but now I'm being told by other people, if you go there, oh, that stuff's not true. So it's like, what do you believe? What do you believe? You have to believe what's in your heart. You have to believe what's in your soul. You have to believe and you have to have a circle of friends that you trust implicitly who can give you the right information. Fortunately for me, I am blessed to know so many people and be connected with so many people, more people than I actually say publicly because I respect their privacy and it's just their personal relationships that I have, but I'm connected with a lot of people. So I know who to go to if I need to ask questions. I have friends in law enforcement in various capacities. Um, I have friends that know friends that are involved in politics at high levels, you know, Lieutenant governor levels and stuff like that. And I don't say that to sound, to make myself sound all great. It's just the fact that I have set up a network of people that I can go to in a time of crisis or a freak out and ask them a question. The God's honest truth. I didn't know shit about the coronavirus until about two weeks ago. And that's because I don't watch the news and I don't follow politics because when you look at the history of what's gone on in the, in the, in the previous years, usually during an election time, you have the swine flu, the bird flu, the pig flu, the whatever SARS. I mean, you literally have a host of shit that people were trying to say that was bad. The killer bees are coming. The killer mosquitoes are coming. I mean, think about it. How much bullshit has been spread in the news over the last few years that really wasn't true. I hardly knew about SARS and all that other stuff because it kind of came and went. I didn't bleed into all that other shit. I just kept marching my own drummer. I kept impacting people I could impact and just living my life moment to moment. And that's what I, uh, that's what I want for you guys out there too. So don't freak out. Don't listen to people who are predicting and, and assuming because all that's going to do is lead you on a rabbit trail down the road. People have been asking me, Chris, how are you getting through this? What are you doing? And I have to admit two, three years ago, I would have been a fucking mess. I would have probably been strong on the outside like I normally am, but on the inside, I would have been a mess because I would have been two or three months down the road. I would have been six months down the road by now. But if I do that, and I do tend to do that for about 10 minutes, I'll sit there and say, okay, this is going to play out. This is going to play out. Fuck, 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 fuck. And then I start getting depressed and kind of sad because I think, oh my God, what's going to happen to these people? And like I said before, if it, depending on when you jumped on, I'm super empathic. I love people. I feel terrible when I see somebody sad and that starts to weigh me down. So I bring you this content because it keeps me flowing, it keeps me in the moment, and that keeps me positive because all I can do is control 
not even really control. All I can do is be in this moment. I can't impact what's going to happen six months down the road. I can't impact what's going to happen two months down the road. All I can do is impact right now. And that's by the grace of listening to or reading these books, The Untethered Soul, um, uh, The Surrender Experiment. Hey, just in case you haven't, just in case you haven't seen me, because usually I, I, I don't rush through these, but this is kind of cool just doing a live. I can kind of take my time because usually I try to keep my podcast to about 25, 30 minutes. But um, in case you're new and you haven't seen me recently, hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. If you're just getting here, thank you very much for being here. This book, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. Phenomenal book. Phenomenal book. The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. Phenomenal book. Another book. Why me? Why this? Why now? Another phenomenal book. So had I not continued to invest in myself, both with a coach who has kept my shit straight because she's the one that told me to read these books. She diagnosed me perfectly. She's, you're a control freak, you're a perfectionist, and you got to quit that shit. Otherwise, you're going to go crazy. And I was like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'm going to, yes, ma'am. Uh, what do I need to do? Uh, so that way I'm able to do it just moment to moment. Um, another thing that you do not want to do when you're freaking out is spend time in the worry zone. You cannot spend time in the worry zone. If you choose to focus on all the stuff that you have absolutely zero control over, what are you going to do? You're going to get sick to your stomach. You're going to fucking get depressed. You're going to probably go to some sort of short-term gratification, drinking, Netflix, whatever it might be. You're going to do that to pass the time to avoid the fact that you're going to be, that you're going to be, um, you know, dealing with these worry issues. And then you're going to be, you know, killing yourself in another way. The best way to really focus on not being worrying in the moment is just to be in that moment. Now, if you have kids, you have a situation at home, I've been giving lots of people great ideas of what they can do at home. You know, scavenger hunts at home, family walks. We take family walks every day and we teach Jackson different things. We take pictures of stuff. We're just constantly learning and growing as a family. But if you spend that time worrying and, you know, worrying about what's not under control, guess what? You're just going to get sick and you're just going to bring up all these other things. And then potentially you might be the person that gets so freaked out that you go on Facebook and say, Oh my God, do you, do you realize that, you know, 50% of the jobs aren't going to be there when this thing blows over. And then you're, all you're doing is spreading that negativity and you're causing somebody else to get sick. You're causing somebody else to freak out. And I know it's hard because we all worry. I mean, it's real shit. I have been one paycheck away from being out on the street many times. I mean, so I know the shit's real. But I'm also saying that in each moment, all you can do is what you can do. Now, I will tell you, admittedly, earlier today, I was feeling down. I was feeling a little weighted. And so I sat down and I was reading this new book by my new friend, one of the, one of the guys I've had the amazing privilege of talking with and meeting recently. His name's Ken Walls. Um, so he has a book called, I think it's called exactly Breaking Down the Walls. I just bought it last night and I'm probably almost finished with it. But I sat down and I started reading an inspirational book. I started reading a story about hope and, and, and struggle and getting through that because that's my go-to. That's how I process and understand these things. And I come, and I come back and I share it with you because two, like I said, two or three years ago, I'd probably be in a totally different shape. I don't even know if I would be on mic right now because I'd probably be like, oh my God, shit, fuck. But now I'm just calm because that's all I can do. And that's not even any bullshit. That's just the way I am now because of reading influential people and listening to successful people. That's really the key is to stop worrying and stop going around in rabbit holes and circles and instead take this time and order some books and order and, and start reading. You know, even if you don't have any money, go on YouTube and start listening to audiobooks. The Untethered Soul is there on YouTube. There's so many different things and resources that you can go to to keep your mind distracted positively. That's what I'm saying. Keep your mind distracted positively because you keep growing and you keep learning. And as you do those and as you handle these freakouts, guess what? The next one that comes up, you're going to be a little bit more centered. You're going to be a little bit more confident and you're going to have more tools in your toolbox to be able to go to. Like for me, I can go 
if I'm feeling down, I can go watch a Robin Williams movie. I can go watch George Carlin. I can listen to up. I have five podcasts easily. I could go to right now and listen to that will bring me up. Ed Milet, Andy Frisella, um, Tom Billyu, uh, all sorts of people that I can go to. So I have tools in my arsenal and I know when I start feeling a twinge rather than wanting to go do something stupid like drink or smoke or do anything else like that, not smoke cigarettes. Um, and I don't say smoking pot is stupid anyway. So let me just correct that. Um, but if I go do something that's unproductive, then I know that I can do these things and it's not perfect, but when you have those tools in your, in your chest, then you have a way to figure it out. Um, another, another tip for surviving these kind of freakouts is I've been hearing a lot of people talk about, oh, I haven't even been taking a shower. I've been, haven't been, haven't been even getting out of my pajamas. Sorry. I used to stutter when I was a kid. So sometimes I still do. You have to get up, get up and treat the day like a normal day. Get up, take a shower, put shoes on and go do stuff. Be alive, be active. This is an opportunity because I can tell you that I was doing the same thing. I was getting up, staying in my pajamas all day, maybe changing here or there. But then I'm like, wait a minute, I haven't showered in two days. I didn't brush my teeth yesterday. Um, not to be gross, but I just kind of got lazy. I was like, why, why get dressed? But then I realized get dressed and you feel better. It's like, okay, I can go do this. You, you, then you go outside and do stuff depending on what the weather is. So get up every day, get dressed, brush your teeth, treat it like a normal day. And especially if you have kids, we were just downstairs discussing over dinner. We have Jackson home until the end of November or the, no, hopefully not the November, November, April. Um, so we have Jackson here until April. So we were talking downstairs like, okay, let's create a class structure and maybe I take them from, you know, in the morning from seven to 11, grandma takes them from 11 to one nap, da, 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 da. then mom takes him for the afternoon. So he gets time with all of us, maybe art with grandma, math with mom and, you know, hijinks with dad. So just create a plan for the day. Don't kind of wish wash through it. This is an exciting time if you want it to be. I mean, this is an opportunity for you to take the time to clean out cupboards, closets, reorganize, get rid of shit that's not serving you. You know, just really, this is a time to regroup and reassess. So when you, when you, we are able to, you know, get back to normal, that you're, that you're really ahead of the game. You're like, shit, man, I'm, I've got shit done. You know, all this stuff I was complaining, like I never had the time. I'm the no excuses coach. Do you know how many times I've had people tell me, oh, Chris, I don't have the time to start my own business. Oh, Chris, I don't have time to learn guitar. Oh, Chris, I don't have time to go through my filing cabinet. Oh, Chris, I don't have time. I don't have time. Ladies and gentlemen, you got lots of time, lots of time to catch up on your rest, lots of time to do new workouts. And speaking of that, workouts. We have beach body on demand. It's 90 bucks a year, hundred bucks a year. We have all sorts of workouts that we can do inside the house. So just again, being creative and, and not just saying, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll start working out again when the gym opens, you know, create your own workouts. I mean, there's lots of things that you could do and you have the internet now. I mean, that's so amazing. You can go to Google and YouTube and figure out all sorts of shit. You can learn new stuff every single day. Okay. Next tip. Um, this is an important one because I've been hearing this and it concerns me greatly. And I've been saying this, let me just check the comments here. By the way, if you have any questions or anything, please put them in the sidebar. Um, any questions you have, uh, let me just go through here real quick. Thank you guys all for being here. I know there's probably been a lot of these panels and a lot of discussions. I've been trying to jump on as many as I can and still concentrate and still take private calls and everything else. So it's definitely been, um, really cool. And I apologize that sometimes I've been asked to come on, uh, panels, but I've just been in the middle of something, but, uh, let me just see what's going on. Uh, Tina Johnson. Yes. Uh, you're, you're awesome. You guys are all awesome. Trish, you guys are awesome. Um, Laura, let's see. Guccione. What's up, Gucci? Motherfucker. Yeah. The Gooch is in the house. I worked with Gooch, Mark Guccione, uh, years ago. Um, phenomenal guy, phenomenal guy. If you ever need scuba training, scuba lessons, 
Go over to Catalina, look up Mark Guccione and tell him that Christopher Roush sent you and he will certainly drown you. I mean, I'm just kidding. No, he'll certainly teach you how to scuba dive properly. Um, Wayne says the sky is falling. <laughs> yeah, no, the sky is not falling. Um, Chad, what's up, Chad? Chad's a dear friend from many, many years ago. Chad and I have been drunk and had lots of fun partying. Uh, so what's up, Chad? Now we're both uh, proper dads. We're proper proper fathers. We don't do those kind of things anymore um, much. <laughs> hey, Ann, nice to see you. First time on. Love to see you. Thank you very much for being here. Uh, Wayne, yes, my buddy Wayne. How you doing? Valerie, what's up, Valerie? We got Audra on here too. Shane, holy shit. Brian, Kate, right. Brian's an awesome dude. Uh, what do we got over here? Da, 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 da. Shane, we got all sorts of people. What's up? And by the way, um, just for just for the benefit of this, I didn't say it in the beginning because my brain is all discombobulated, but this podcast is on the Speaking to the Heart Network. And the Speaking to the Heart Podcast Network is specifically designed um, essentially to deal with mental health and pain situations. I was invited to be a part of that network uh, last year by Shane Schultz, the owner, founder, and producer of the program. And uh, it's just been an incredible experience. There's a lot of passionate podca podcast hosts on there who are you know, dealing with uh, situations, chronic pain and whatnot. Ooh, the light just went on behind me. Um, dealing with pain, dealing with illness, mental illness, and things of that nature. So I've been on there as a kind of like the, the positive you know, no excuses coach. So it's been phenomenal, but we've had, we've had things going on because everybody's life has just been crazy. Um, so we've just had a little interruption on how we broadcast these, but, uh, speaking of the heart network, go check it out. They're amazing. Um, so anyway, so any questions you guys have, send me, um, but this next one's really super important and it, I might get a little passionate about it, but it's only because I love you guys. So what not to do during a freak out. Don't expect somebody's going to come bail you out. Don't expect the government's going to bail you out. Don't expect unemployment's going to continue. Don't expect things are going to happen for you. This is an unprecedented time in our life, as far as I know. I mean, really, when you look at things, um, and if I do go down the rabbit hole, I can, I can very well see that there is something more to this than the flu. That's my personal opinion, and I don't go any further than that, because if I do, then my brain goes, Psh. But one thing I can tell you is that nobody's going to come save you. There may be help. I mean, the government may send us $1,000 or whatever it is. But my point is this, you're going to have to get hungry. You're going to have to get really hungry and really determined to get yourself out of the situation. Now, I know that sounds dire and I know that sounds, oh my God, but that's the fact. When I look at my life and I look at all the different negative situations I've been in and how much I've had to fight and scrimp and save and work for jobs and do shit and get three hours sleep, this is the time that we're gonna to have to be doing that. This is the time we should be doing that right now. You should be getting together with your family, your friends, your business partners, and finding out what it is that you can do from this point forward that will get you income, that will fulfill your heart. I'm in talks already with a couple of amazing gentlemen because my big passion right now is, is, is just uniting the world, getting the world to become more together than divided um, with politics, with religion, with everything. You know, I've been telling people all this week that we're more the same than we are um, not alike. And if you split us down the middle, we're all the same. And really, if you look at any political, biblical, any other thing, what do they want? Everybody just wants the best for themselves. They want the best for their families. That's all we want, no matter what area you're looking for. If you're looking at Russia, if you're looking at whatever, everybody just wants what they want for their family and their friends and what they think is in the best interest of themselves. So we're all the same. We just have different ways of going about it. So my thing is, getting people united, getting people fired up, 
to do that. So I'm already working with people on a program that I'm calling Give Your Gift. And I just talked to a great, great guy named Scott Goyette. We had a great conversation the other day. My good friend, obviously, Glenn Morshauer, the actor, is fired up about this. we got a couple other gentlemen that are really fired up about this. So I'm looking at this as like, okay, I don't think it's going to be a financially lucrative situation, but it's just, again, it's something that's keeping my mind busy and it's a passion project to unite the world. So I encourage you, whatever it might be, if you've been thinking about starting an online business, you've been thinking about creating clothes for Etsy, you've been thinking about starting a podcast or a YouTube channel, whatever it is, now is the time right now. Do not wait. If you've been thinking about a career change, this is the time to start reading and researching and connecting with people on LinkedIn. I just sent a message to a guy today in Australia to be on his show because he was talking about creating a project that will unite the world. So I just, my coach actually sent me the information and I, I plugged in and immediately sent him a message said, Hey man, I heard this and da, 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 da. I'd like to be a part of that. Let's connect and discuss. I didn't wait for him to call me. I didn't, you've got to snap. You've got to act. This is your time. This is a test. This is a test of the person broadcast system. And now you've been notified that life will not be normal when we come out of this. At least I don't think, I don't think it'll be entirely normal. So it's up to you to get hungry. Les Brown, you guys know Les Brown. If you don't go Google him, go listen to him. He will motivate you. Um, Les Brown says, get hungry. So this is like, this is like, if you don't listen to anything else in this podcast, I want you to listen to this. It is up to you. You, the person in the mirror, you guys have heard me call it the accountability mirror. You need to go to the mirror and look at yourself and say, what am I made of? What is this going? What am I supposed to get out of this? What am I supposed to learn? Not get out of this like in something financial. What am I supposed to learn from this? How am I supposed to grow from this? What impact can I have from this? You know, somebody I've been talking about um, like getting creative, like go take your lawnmower around the neighborhood and offer to, to mow somebody's lawn for five bucks, 10 bucks. I mean, yeah, I mean, I pay my gardener 125 bucks a month, but if I walked around and actually I want to do this, I want to walk around my lawnmower, but I don't want to take money from other people. Walk around my lawnmower and say, I will mow your lawn for 10 bucks. People say, oh, nobody's going to do it. I'm like for 10 bucks, maybe if this, maybe, maybe the person mows it themselves, but maybe they don't feel like it for 10 bucks and you go do 10 of those. That's a hundred bucks. You do that every single day. That's what? $700 a week. That's something you do that. And you combine it with driving for Uber. You combine that with going and, and picking up groceries. Um, but my point was, is I've been telling people go out, go around your neighborhood and offer to pick up dog shit. Tell somebody you will pick up the dog shit out of their yard for 50 bucks a week, 25 bucks a week. I don't know. But then simultaneously, I heard from somebody that there's a million dollar business out there that picks up dog shit. They are a million. I, and this is again, speculation assumption. I have not gone out there and checked this out based on what I was saying earlier, but this is what I heard. And I'm not, I'm not surprised. I mean, think about how many people don't want to pick up dog shit. And then you come along and say, I will come by every two days and pick up your dog shit for $25 a week. And you get a bunch of those people going, then you start paying kids to do it. You pay, start paying kids $5 a week and you're getting 25 and you start making money. And it may not seem like much, but you're going to have to get creative. You're going to have to be what I think they're calling is the gig economy. Like for me, I could do coaching. I could do speaking. I could do consulting. I can go get a, I can go get a part-time job. I can do all sorts of things. You know, you just have to get creative, even to the point where I was thinking, I'm going to go walk door to door, door to door, door to door in my expanded neighborhood. Now that I have all the time, once that we're able to communicate with one another, but I've actually thought about doing it anyway, is just going and knocking on people's door, standing six feet away and saying, hi, my name's Christopher Roush. I'm actually a neighbor of yours. And my profession is that I am a life coach. I'm a success coach. So if during the situation you find yourself freaking out or whatever, and you'd like somebody to talk to, talk to me and just go around and just go around to my neighborhood, maybe do 20 houses a day for the next six weeks. I don't know what the math is, but if I go to 20 houses a day for the next six weeks and I just say, hi, I'm a caring neighbor. Here's what I do. If you need anything, let me know. 
they may or may not take me up on it, but guess what? After this is all over, they may come back and say, you know what? That guy was really cool. He came by and offered to help, maybe go get groceries for us if we were older, whatever it is. I'm going to give that guy a call. You know, maybe it's you. Maybe you're walking around and maybe you know how to crochet or you know how to knit and you're going around and you're finding out how many elderly people are in your close vicinity of your neighborhood and you're knitting them gloves or something like that. Whatever it is, you're going to have to get creative. What is your gift? And that's what, that's what at least my part of this movement is called give your gift. Whatever your natural gift is, find a way to share it, find a way to give it. I saw something beautiful on, beautiful on Facebook uh, a couple of days ago. I was going through my feed and all of a sudden I saw this lady standing in a microphone. And so I clicked on it and she was singing a beautiful song. And she's just there live. There was like three people watching and she's singing her brains out. And I thought that was fucking awesome. And I wrote on there, I said, this is fucking awesome. I said, thank you so much for sharing your gift. And she was blown away. And she goes, well, this is all I know how to do. And I said, that's awesome. I was talking with a buddy of mine yesterday um, who was promoting all sorts of political shit. I said, dude, you're a fucking rock singer. Why don't you shut up with the politics and pull your guitar out and sing some fucking songs? You know, you're sitting there complaining about your album, not selling and not getting exposure. Instead of spouting all this Trump bullshit, why don't you pick up a guitar and sing a fucking song? Make people smile. Maybe, wow, this guy's giving stuff. Let me go check him out. But anyway, that's another problem. Um, let's see. Next tip. Um, oh, wait a minute. Let me just stick with that for a second. So it is going to be up to you to figure out what to do, whether it's washing cars, starting a detailing business, whatever it might be, graphic arts, maybe you've been inspired by that. Maybe you've had Adobe Photoshop for a while. Maybe you go on Fiverr. If you've never heard of Fiverr, F-I-V-V-E-R or R, I can't remember exactly what it is, but basically if you create logos or whatever like that, or, um, you know, I've even thought about doing it where I could send an inspirational message to somebody for their birthday for five bucks. And granted, it's five bucks, but if you get five bucks here, five bucks here, five bucks there, plus the dog shit, plus the car wash, plus your part-time job, will it be wealth? Maybe not, but maybe it keeps the light bill on and keeps some food in your stomach while you guys figure out everything else that you got to do. But if you're saying, well, I wonder if my job's going to be there when I'm when everything goes back. I uh, wonder how long the customers are going to take to come back. Um, yeah, I guess I'll just see how it goes. You're setting yourself up for fucking disaster. You're setting yourself up for a miserable life. Unless you're in some sort of secure occupation or something like that, your chances are you're going to get caught with your pants down. So I bring this to you because what not to do in a freak out is to sit there and wait for somebody to come save you. Waiting for the government. Oh, it's the government's responsibility. I hear people, that pisses me off. It's like, I would not be here today if I was not the guy digging through trash cans to collect aluminum cans and newspapers. If I wasn't the guy that was going door to door offering to wash people's cars or mow their lawns or, or find stray, I used to find stray hubcaps. This was one thing I did when I was homeless is I would find hubcaps and I found a guy on Beach Boulevard here in Southern California and he knew my situation. He says, well, if you bring me these kind of hubcaps, I give you this much. I remember it was a Cadillac hubcap. He says, if you find a Cadillac hubcap, um, I'll give you a hundred bucks. I was like, man, I was scouring all the streets for different hubcaps and I would bring it to them. I get $2 here, $5 here that combined with everything else kept me going. So this is a time for creativity and resourcefulness. So I really encourage you to get with your family. You know, you guys are on lockdown. Most of us are on lockdown. Start brainstorming what you can do as a family. Maybe you start creating meals. As far as I understand, um, you can start having a home cooking business. So maybe you start a cooking business, maybe you start a baking business, maybe you start something, but just please don't wait and, and rely on somebody else to come save you. It's not going to happen. Let me just check the, uh, let me just, uh, let me see what's going on over here. Pamela, what's up? Pamela's got gifts to give. Uh, Stacy, what's going on? 
Live Ops is hiring. Yeah. So any questions, everything you have going on here, let's see what Craig, everything you are saying is what I am doing. I am an expert on survival. I am in danger in a way that I need help. I am not going to survive without help. Yes, we have to help one another. Um, we definitely do. And it's about, it was like, uh, look at Stacy says up here, canine patrol charges $900 a year. Um, yeah, patrol. And Shane says, I know someone who makes $50,000 plus mowing grass. Right. I mean, this is, um, this is so true. Pamela says, yes, we have an opportunity to help others uh, and expand. She was just saying this on her live. Yes, yes, yes. Um, oneness. Absolutely, Asia. Thank you so much for being here. Um, this is a tremendous time. This is a tremendous time for us to get resourceful. So what is the next tip? Um, la, 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 la. Oh, let me think about that one. Yeah, news. Like I was saying before, if you're watching the news or following politics more than you are enriching your life or learning something new or laughing or being inspired or watching a documentary, then you're doing the wrong thing. You should not be sitting down watching the news. I know people that are saying, oh, I've been watching Fox for the last seven hours. I'm like, good Lord, do you want to hang yourself yet? I couldn't watch any news for seven hours. I don't care what it is unless the girls were on there and they were naked. Just being honest. I could watch that for seven hours. I still a guy. So don't hit me. Um, but anyways, um, this is the raw and unscripted show. So anything goes, uh, but seriously, if you're watching the news and you're watching that negativity more than you are, you know, being enlightened, being inspired and contributing and giving your gift, then guess what? Garbage in garbage out. When I take on new clients, I ask them what their ritual is. What kind of information, what kind of content do they just consume in the last six months? Well, I've watched seven seasons of, you know, walking dead, uh, done this. I watched the news. Da, 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 da. I'm like, Okay, what books have you read? What podcasts do you listen to? You constantly got to be growing. I mean, this is this is such an incredible time. Stuff's free, ma'am. I remember having to go to the public library. I'm not like a hundred years old or anything, but I remember going to the public library when I was down and out, and I would rent cassettes by Tony Robbins, by Zig Ziglar, by um, Les Brown. I still remember there were like these yellow cassettes in there, but I would go and I would put them in my car, whatever I was listening to, my Walkman. And I would just sit there and I would, I would listen to it. I would listen to it. I would listen to it. And I remember it was Tony Robbins, Awaken the Giant Within. That book, boom, really opened my eyes. Really opened my eyes. It's a thick ass book, but that book is phenomenal. It's like the manual for life. And I read that book and I gained so much insight out of that. I took so much action from that. So again, if you're watching garbage and you're putting garbage in your brain and you're listening to these people who are pontificating and their assumptions and their theories and they're, oh, the world's going to go to hell and now it's going to be this. And what if that president, can you see that? Can you see that? Can you feel that? And I'm not talking about Kumbaya and watching the Partridge family for 20 hours either. I'm saying, be realistic. This is your time. These are your choices. This is your life. This is not the life of anybody else's in your family. This is not what anybody could tell you to do and what, it, oh, here, listen to the gut, listen to the news. Here, I'll use CNN this time. Listen to CNN for seven hours. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch some documentaries. I'm gonna learn what Abraham Lincoln did and how that fucker went from nothing to being the president of the United States. I'm gonna read some success stories. I'm gonna read how Colonel Sanders started Kentucky Fried Chicken after he was 60 years old. I'm gonna read about Disney and how he saw Disneyland in his mind before it even came to fruition. I'm going to read about Michael Jordan. I'm going to read about Kobe Bryant. I'm going to read about all these ballers and all these fuckers out there who have never given up, have never given up, read those stories, immerse yourself with that shit. And then when people start, you're going to look at them and be like, really? 
Really? That's what you have to say? Oh, I watched the news today and here's what I heard. Guess what? I'm making a life. I'm kicking ass in life. I'm unstoppable in life. I'm not focusing on that crap. That's what you learn to tell them. And it's amazing. And it doesn't happen overnight. But I tell you what, when you let that go, when you surrender that stuff, I mean, I was, for me, I was a control freak. I need to know what's happening in the world all times. I need what's going on. I got to plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I'm a perfectionist. And this is me. And I let it go. I let it go. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And if it's big enough, I'm going to hear about it. And so literally I was a political junkie. I could recite politics and news all day and I let it go. When the elections come up a couple of weeks before I open my book, I look and do some online researching and I go, I want that candidate. I want that candidate. I want that candidate. And just for the benefit of everybody out there watching, I don't go. Somebody was had an offline conversation with me earlier today about politics because I kind of shit on their post about all the crap they were spewing. Normally I ignore them, but last couple of days I've been stepping on some people's toes with their stupid shit. Um, but anyways, she wrote back and she goes, she goes, I'm guessing you're a, you're, you're a blue, you're, you're with the blue team. And I wrote back and I said, honestly, I don't, I don't identify with any party. I don't identify with any labels. I look at the person who's the most fit to be in that particular position, whether it's the mayor of Riverside, the governor of California, the president of the United States, the superintendent of schools, who is, in my opinion, the most qualified to get me where, get us where I think we all should be. Not me, where I think we should all could be for a better purpose. Not just the rich people, not just these people, how we can all, who's looking out for the betterment of all population because we all matter. We all matter. So I said, I don't know to identify with the party. So there've been times I said, last couple of elections, there hasn't been shit to want to vote for anyway. I mean, Jesus Christ, we have 7 billion people on the planet and this is our choices. Come on. But anyways, I don't want to get into that. But my point is, is that you have that opportunity. You put into your brain what you want to get out of it. You put into your body what you want to get out of it. If you want to be a fucking lean machine, start doing push-ups every day. I can't go to the gym. My gym's closed. I tell you what, do burpees. Do, I don't know, 50 burpees every two hours. Guess what? You're going to have a better workout than you were in the gym. You know, it's all about your choice. It's all about your focus. It's all about what you invest yourself in. Um, another tip that I've been hearing people, and it's kind of sad, and I don't, and I, and I, I say this, I'll, I won't touch on it too much, but please don't isolate yourself. Please. If you're alone, consider going and getting a pet, whatever my pet, it could be a goldfish. And if you want to hear a cool goldfish story, go on and search Glenmore shower, um, Gill. And that's just an amazing story. It's a story about Glenmore shower, the actor and a goldfish. So I encourage you, if you are completely isolated, please have, go get a puppy, go get a cat, go get a kitten, go get a bird, go get something. Because trust me, I actually know a homeless guy that lives near us. Well, lives, but he exists around us, I guess. Um, he has a cat and a dog. And I'm like, you know, and I've been homeless. I mean, I've been homeless. I can't imagine being homeless or completely isolated by myself for a long period of time. I mean, I like my isolation, but in times like this, I would at least want a cat or a dog or something to talk to. But please don't just stay quiet in your own home. Go outside, get fresh air, say hi to people, go take a drive. Make sure you're getting out. Talk to people on the internet. I've been doing something really fucking cool lately is that people are sending me a lot of messages and I'm just responding using the voice um, feature on my phone with Facebook. So instead of typing something back, I'm just saying, hey, this is Christopher. Thanks a lot for your message. You know, appreciate the comments or blah, blah, blah. What's going on in your world? So we're not necessarily talking on the phone, but at least there's some humanistic quality to the connections that we're having. Even send videos. Maybe you could send video messages, but just make sure you're connecting with somebody because that social isolation, that distancing is only going to kind of like make you fear and feel less, less included. And I'll give you an example. There's a, there's a sweet lady. Her name's Ellie Lawton. 
I hope she doesn't mind me saying her name, but um, she's been a, a friend of mine on the Raw and Unscripted show. She's been following me for a long time and I never got, I never knew who she really was. And then she sent me a voice message saying, Christopher, I really love the Raw and Unscripted in, in, in her beautiful English accent. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. I've seen her name pop up and I've seen stuff. I've seen stuff. Um, I'm sorry, I'll look at that for a second. I've seen stuff about her and things she's written. It's been amazing, but I re responded to her in voice as well. And I even had my wife send her a voice message too. And she says, she wrote back, it was the most beautiful thing. The most beautiful thing. She says, Christopher, I can't do her accent proper. She was Christopher, it was so nice to hear your voice. I feel so included. Right now it's me and my three cats. And I, and I feel, you know, it's go connect with people. Even if you're not isolated, go connect with people and, and lift people up. This is the time, this is what I'm talking about. We need to reach out to each other and just simply give somebody, hey, you know, want to talk on the phone later? You want to FaceTime? I mean, what? I mean, again, amazing, amazing technology. You could FaceTime with your family, maybe make it a Sunday afternoon thing. You're going to FaceTime with a few people just to stay connected and connect more. You know, you have, I have almost 5,000 friends on Facebook and literally how many of them do I really know? But that's the point of this process is that you can make this time to connect with people and develop relationships beyond just, you know, texting and being a keyboard warrior. Uh, yes. Angel says, get fresh air. That is so important. I have to get outside at least twice a day, go for a walk. I need to be outside. Normally I'm outside a lot more. Um, so the confinement definitely fucks with my brain. So I know I need to get outside, get some vitamin D. I've been taking supplements. So supplements are important too. I've been taking vitamin D. Um, a lot of other supplements. I take enough pills to choke on every morning. Vitamins. Um, so let me just see, we got any other questions, Daniel, what's up, Daniel went to the kiss concert with Daniel. Thank you, brother. Um, meal delivery in SoCal got me a thousand dollars a month doing three meals a day, Monday through Friday, very doable. And that was one couple. So again, thank you, Daniel, for sharing that a thousand bucks a month. So again, the gig economy, you're going to have to be doing things to get creative, to make sure that your financial wealth or whatever it is stays going. It may not be perfect. You may have to cancel cable. You may have to downgrade your automobile insurance. You may have to do something you have to sacrifice. You have to sacrifice it's like, Oh, I'm going to try to keep everything going. It's like sacrifice. If you can sell shit, sell shit. You know, I've got a bunch of stuff in my garage. That's my mom's. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to save and it's cute. Take pictures of it and sell it. Get rid of it. You're going to feel better when it's clear. You're going to have more money in your pocket. Use that money to keep yourself going. If you're in a better position, use that money and reinvest it in something. Go pay it forward. Go, go donate. There's a, there's a, there's a cool uh, program that a friend of mine is doing. His daughters are doing to help the homeless. I'll post the link on my Facebook profile a little bit later today. I'm sorry. I was going to post it earlier. Uh, but my, my buddy, Dr. G is a chiropractor. He's a dear friend of mine. His daughters have gotten together and are raising a bunch of money to help the homeless. So it's fantastic things like that. So if you have an opportunity where you can sell some shit, get rid of stuff and donate that money to a, to a cause that is actually hands-on helping people, you're going to feel phenomenal. You're going to feel lighter. You're going to feel better. You're helping somebody. Somebody may be able to get to eat that night because you did something unselfish and sold stuff. Sold stuff. Um, yeah. Brian says libraries are still cool. I know I was uh, coaching somebody, um, not really coaching somebody, but they were asking me for advice and they were talking about they didn't have the internet and stuff like that. And I said, was last time I checked, I said they have these cool buildings and they have a lot of books in them and the books you can check out and take home. And it's called the library. You can actually go check out a book and take it home and read it, take some notes, take some action and go take the book back and then live your life and go get another book and go get another book and go get another book all free. So don't give me your fucking excuses why you can't do anything. Sorry about that. No, I'm not. Uh, la, 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 la. Kiss rules. Yes. Moving to Vegas. Daniel says, kiss rules. He and I went to a concert together right after my back surgery. That was funny. Thank you, brother. Um, moving to Vegas, I sold nearly all my furniture and let go and offer up. And when I did what I didn't, I donated. Uh, 
I think he says live you man, but I think it's love you man. Uh, <laughs> and um, give me a jingle. I have an idea. All right, Chad, I will give you a jingle. So where are we? What's um, yeah. And really I'm going to leave you with this final one, unless we have questions or other things. Um, this last one is super. <laughs> All right, Chad, you're live. He says, give me a jingle. I have an idea. You might hate it. Then again, should I give out your phone number to everybody? I'm just kidding. Anyways, I have ADD on crack. So the last one is super, super important, super, super important. And this, I want you guys to be part of the solution and not part of the problem. And the and the, and the problem is right now is like, I've kind of said intermittently throughout this broadcast, part of the problem is people are out there spreading shit. They're spreading hate. They're spreading controversy. They're spreading assumptions. They're spreading shit. And you guys know who you are. I doubt if it's anybody that are my friends, but I mean, I do have some friends that are doing it and I've been calling them out on it because I'm like, literally, why are you posting? Somebody posted earlier, there the Dems go, they don't wanna approve the budget. This is not a political conversation by any stretch. There the Dems go, they don't wanna approve the budget. And so I just literally wrote, what do you hope to gain by posting this? And I encourage you guys to do that. I encourage you guys to, normally I just scroll past. Normally I don't get into that shit, but honestly it pisses me off because I'm like, Okay, I don't want to unfollow you because you're my friend. I don't want to follow you because I otherwise consider you rather intelligent and really like what it is that you bring to the world. Um, but if if I'm going to go through my feed and you're going to post shit that I don't agree with, maybe some days I'm just going to step on it and just open my mouth and say, "Hey," and not be a dick about it. But I just simply posted, "What do you gain? What do you hope to gain by posting this? Are you are you trying to educate somebody? Are you trying to stir the pot? Are you trying to get more of your bandwagon people to believe and, and, and chime in with your shit? Come on. Is that really helping the world? Is that really helping us? Is that really helping your fellow man and woman in the country you're in? And I'm talking usually about the United States because a lot of the people that I associate with are here have amazing friends in India. Uh, love my friends in India. Love my friends in uh, Australia and New Zealand and all over England, all over the world. Um, but it's primarily a lot of the people here in the States, the, the partisan divisiveness. Oh, there's the, there's the, there's the, um, fucking Republicans doing their shit again. Just ask yourself in person and online, ask yourself this is what I'm about to contribute for the betterment of the discussion and the people. Now, I, for one, tend to talk a lot. I tend to stream of consciousness, blah, blah. That's why this is called the Ron and Scripted Show, because I don't want to sit down with this fucking script. That's why I give up the suit and tie speaking, because I don't want to, okay, what am I supposed to remember to say next? I just go from my heart. And that's one thing I've definitely learned from Glenn Morshower. God, thank him. God love him. I mean, just talk from your heart. Just talk from your heart. But if you're going to go and, and spread that kind of shit, why? Why do you want to do that? I mean, it's just ridiculous. Why not take your God-given talent because everybody has them and share that or share a funny meme or share a funny story or do share stuff that is important, but make sure you check your facts first. I mean, I'm all about the news and I'm all about being corrected if I understand something because, I mean, let's be honest, how is it that we cannot misunderstand something when it's coming from all different places? And then we're taking our own conditioning. I talked to somebody the other day um, it was really a great conversation. She is hardcore Republican. I'm kind of in the middle. I'm conservative, liberal. It, it just depends on the situation. And, um, the, um, we had a really good conversation and 
let me try to remember what the fucking thought was. Oh, dude. I'm trying not to do that anymore. I get like a little spun off. Um, but the point is we had a really great conversation and I just simply asked her, oh, she said that she feels like she has to be that way because of her upbringing. And I told her, I said, if you grew up in a house full of Democrats, full of people that were liberal and da, 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 might you be the same as they are? And she was like, there was a pause on the, on the chat and she came back. She goes, wow, I never thought about it like that. I'm like, exactly. I said, I've been telling people who are hardcore liberals. I'm like, if you grew up in the South with a family that was like this, with these beliefs based on all the conditioning and all the shit that happened in their predecessors lives, don't you think you might be like that person too? I mean, it's not a, it's not a, 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 a who's right or who's wrong. It's a fact that we've all been conditioned inaccurately and appropriately. I've been sharing this thing I do with my coaching clients. I'll share it with you guys right now. It's this graphic I created and a lot of people have their own interpretations of it, but realistic, our conditioning happens from zero to five. So the reasons why we're fucked up is usually down here. And as a coach, I usually can figure it out. It's some childhood related experience. And we have to change your perspective about it, but your conditioning makes your beliefs, your beliefs, create your attitudes, your attitude, creates your feelings, your feelings determine your actions. So if you feel like shit, guess what? Your actions are going to be shitty. So what we got to do is we got to change all these things. So I tell people, like, if you grew up in that person's house, might you not be like them? You know, even with cultures, different cultures. I'm like, if you grew up in that house, how would you feel? Right? How would you feel if you were ostracized for the color of your skin or the way you sound or where you live or who your God is? I mean, come on, we're all the same. I love it when I'm speaking in front of thousands of people, hundreds of people. And I'm like, just take a look around the room. There's black, white, straight, gay, Republican, Democrat, short, fat, tall, bald, whatever, transgender. I said, but guess what? I said, let me by a show of hands, how many of you guys have had a blood transfusion in your life? Depending on the size of the crowd, usually two to five, 10%. And I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ask you to answer this question out loud, but if you're happen to be racist or happen to be discriminatory, did you ask where that blood came from? Did you ask if it came from a Republican? Did you ask if it came from a black person? Did you ask if it came from a person from uh, Iran or Iraq? No, you took the blood and you were thankful that it saved your fucking life. So guess what, ladies and gentlemen, when you split us down the middle and you open us up, we're all the same. We all have hearts, we have souls, we have lungs, we have livers. Hopefully they're all working really well. We're all the same. Like I said at the beginning of the broadcast, we're all the same black, white, straight, gay, whatever it is, we're all the same. We all want good for our family. We all want good for ourselves. We all want good for our country. We all good for the people we supposedly love and care about. So why not join together? Why not share that? Why not create that online? Why would we go on there and spread all this hateful bullshit or this hurtful bullshit or this speculation? Stop doing that. Otherwise, I'm gonna go on your post and I'm gonna embarrass you. And I'm gonna say, why are you doing this? Because this is the truth. Okay, well, show me where the truth is. And they'll show me where the truth is. I'm like, okay, what did you prove? What did you do? How, how is this helping you? And usually it's some sort of egoic bullshit, trying to get people gathered around them. It's like, you're spending all that time, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever it is that you're thinking about it and you're posting it and you're interacting with it. You're spending all that time that you could be spending on somebody you really love and you really care about and making a difference in people who need your help. But no, you're off doing this shit. And if you're doing that shit and still helping people, I love you, thank you very much for doing that. But just imagine what you can do if you focus your energies on the outcomes and you actually contribute. So think about it. Is what I'm about to say going to contribute to this conversation? Is it gonna make it better? Or more simply put, am I part of the solution or am I part of the problem? I'm not part of the problem, it's all those people. 
But guess what? When you do this, huh, how many fingers are staring back? It's kind of a weird thing, but it works. Um, so what are you doing? If you want to be kick-ass, if you want to be unstoppable, if you want to get through this situation with all of your body parts intact and actually look at this as like, fuck yeah, I'm ready to go. Let me go. You know, that's your choice. That's your opportunity to do this. Or it's your opportunity to sit and wait and be all pissed off and moaning and groaning about what other people are doing that you have absolutely zero control over. So how about this? How about this? Make a list. Get your family together and make a list. What do we have control over? We have control over these moments. We have control over our thoughts. We have control over how we speak to each other. We have control over the activities that we do together. We have control over the things that we contribute to society. We don't have control over what the government's going to do. We don't have control over what Nancy Pelosi is going to do. We don't control over what Chuck Schumer is going to do. We don't control all those motherfuckers are old anyway. They need to go. That's another subject. Um, focus on what you have control over. Right? Doesn't that sound so stupidly simple? Focus on what you have control over. Focus on what you can impact. And I ask you this, the, I know we have a lot of people. Um, hey guys, good to see you. I know we have a lot of people on here who might be new, but just think about your legacy. Where do you want to end up? What do you want to be remembered for? God forbid I want to see somebody pass away online and be like, oh yeah, they wrote a lot of posts that were just really pissed off and angry and accusatory. Or do I want to sit there and say, wow, that person was really a giver. They, they contributed to society. They contributed to the greater good of life. For me, I already know my eulogy. Want to hear it? Going to hear it anyway. Christopher Rausch will have fought for what was right and what was fair. He will have risked for which that mattered. And he will have left the earth a better place for who he was and what he did. I live by that every single day of my life. Usually every single minute. I'm not perfect. I will never be perfect. I am a work in progress. I am as fucked up as most people, but guess what? I have a lot of tools and a lot of experience and a lot of passion and a lot of focus to keep me out of that. You give me 10 minutes, I can go down a rabbit hole and be negative and tell the whole world to fuck off pretty quick. And then I can really go stomp on some posts. If I want to be an asshole, oh my God, I could be an asshole. But that's not, that's not what life is about. Life is about going from being an asshole to being a cool guy and then teaching other people how to go from being assholes to cool people too. And then there's more cool people in the world. I love meeting new people. I've met so many amazing new people over this last week. It's incredible. So again, this is your time. This is, this is a time for regrouping, reassessing, re-promoting yourself, and just hitting a new benchmark in life and coming out of this like, wow, what can I learn? What can I grow? What can I do with this? I know I'm doing that. Um, if I had the opportunity tonight, I really wanted to do it. But uh, moving forward, I'm going to be doing a lot more lives. Um, with that stream yard where people can actually have conversations. I could be able to invite people. I kind of gave a little heads up to some people that I might be able to bring them on live here tonight. Unfortunately, that stream yard thing didn't work and that happens. So after this, I'll figure out what, what's wrong. So I'm going to be using a new technology where I can bring people on the screen. If you guys haven't seen it before, it's really cool. So literally somebody could chime in like Pam could say something or, 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 um, um, Shane could say something. Anybody could say something. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to send you a link and you're going to pop on. And then all of a sudden we're on the screen together and we're sharing and we're contributing to other people's lives and having those conversations and those enlightening opportunities to continue growing people. And yes, it takes an investment of your time. It takes an investment of your attention. It takes an investment of what you're going to do with that information after you're done. I mean, how many times have we read a book and not applied what was in it? Oh yeah. I read 20 books last year. Great. Tell me 10 things you learned and 10 things you implemented. Uh, well, there was the, um, something about friends and, and, and making friends. Yeah. 
my books are highlighted. I actually have a pad of paper right next to all the books and I write down notes. And usually what I do is I come to Facebook and I share them. I shared a couple of quotes earlier today on Twitter. Uh, one was from, uh, doesn't matter. Don't go down that rabbit hole. I'm trying to keep myself straight. Anyways, uh, what kind of questions do we have? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Pam says, and Pam, I mean, I'm just going to, I'm just going to give a couple of shout outs here. Um, some new people I want you guys to check out. Those guys that have been following me for the raw unscripted for a while. Um, uh, go check out Pam Aubrey, Pamela Aubrey. She is a phenomenal soul, a beautiful spirit, um, a sweet soul sister. Go check out a couple of her posts. Um, just, just a truly congruent, awesome gal. Uh, who else we got on here? Some people are new. Brian. Hey, what's up, Brian? Brian Hess. Another one. Gentlemen, fucking cool. Uh, who else we got on here? Um, anyways, just go out and check out Ken Walls. He's on my page. Joe Ingram. Um, uh, Pamela. There's so, Sherry Gideons. Um, just so many trends. And um, yeah, just this is your time. So if you have any questions, if you want a, a call with me, this is not. I froze. There I am. I don't know if that's my connection or somebody's connection, but have you guys noticed that the internet's kind of wonky a little bit lately? Anyways, so if you want to call, want to talk with me, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to keep the conversation going, help you guys out offline. Just send me a private message. We'll jump on the phone. We'll jump on a Zoom. We'll ch jump on the chat. Anyways, I want to be here for you guys. I don't want you to feel like you're alone and we'll get through this together and just keep tuning in to whatever I'm doing, whoever I'm sharing the screen with, because I could promise you if I'm associated with them, they're cool fucking people and they will guide you and they will direct you in the right spot because I do not associate with people who play games. I don't associate with people who are interested in making money over helping people. Um, yes, we want to make money. That's life. Yes, of course. But first and foremost, we want to help people. So if you have a spot where you're uncomfortable, you need something, you need some guidance, hit me up. I'm glad to help you. I'm glad to carry that conversation on. Um, I just want to say thank you all. I mean, I can't honestly thank you guys enough. Um, there have been so many phenomenal people in my life, both short-term and long-term who have got me to where I am, who are responsible for holding me accountable and calling me on my shit for being there to support and to love and to help me grow. And I just thank you guys because this, that's what this is about. When you continue to open up your arms and open up your eyes and your doors and your mind, so much more can go in there and take rid of all that other shit, all that other conditioning crap, all the old beliefs and everything. And you can just feel great. And you can feel excited about life. I'm so excited to talk to these new people and collaborate with them. It's phenomenal. So this is your chance to connect. But if you want to connect with me, if you have any questions, however I can help you, I will. We've been going, holy shit, almost an hour. Hey, Scott, keep kicking ass. Yeah, watch out for Scott Goya. Scott and I are going to be doing some crazy cool shit together. Um, but that's what this is about. This is That's the exciting part about this. Yes, does the situation suck? Yes, is it dire? Yes, God knows how it's going to turn out. But I do know this. It's going to turn out the best possible way it can if you start today and you start right now and you believe in yourself and you get around the right fucking people it will be better than the alternative. All right. I love you guys. Kick-ass nation misfits for life. I love you guys. Don't forget, go over to my YouTube page, sign up. I'm doing daily walk and talk videos. I know you guys are digging those. Um, YouTube forward slash the Christopher Roush, or you can just go to ChristopherRoush.com. The YouTube links right there. Um, would love you guys to comment on them and share them and like them because it helps me. Um, as I'm continuing to grow my business, I'm not going back to my full-time job. I told you guys I took the leap. I took the jump. Watch Steve Harvey, the video jump, go watch it right now and soar with me. All right. Cause we're going to jump. It's going to, we're going to get scraped. We're going to get bumped, but we're going to fucking soar. That's my, that's my pledge. 
That's my promise to myself. That's promise to my family. So you guys are my family and I love you guys. So peace until next time. I love you guys. Take care and remain unstoppable. All right. Love you guys.